Welcome to Real Conversations, exploring the meaning behind the music. Hi, I'm Reverend Jeannie Kataoka. And I'm Al Yankee. Join with us for a deep dive into the inspiration and meaning behind the music of New Thought, as important New Thought artists share the story of their creative process and their spiritual journey. Real Conversations is a rare opportunity to take a look behind the curtain to discover the connections between the stories, the music, the artists, and you. So let's dive right in to Real Conversations, exploring the meaning behind the music. Today's guest on Real Conversations is Charlie Sweet. And I had to make sure I pronounced that correctly. It's, it's, I'm going to spell it for you. For those of you who don't know Charlie, it's T-H-W-E-A-T-T. Charlie hails from uh, Florida, and we're so pleased to have him here today. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning. Nice talking with you. Excellent. I think uh, my co-host, Jeannie Kataoka, is going to give us some more of your background information. So take it away, Jeannie. Thank you, Al. So Charlie Thweet grew up in the Houston suburbs in the 50s and 60s. And as he says, the road from there has been a venture in faith with fantastic heart openings all along the way. After graduating from college with a five-year professional degree in architecture and working at architects' offices for three years, he realized his heart really wasn't in it. A search for something more launched him into a spiritual journey of many deep awakenings. His songwriting reflected this shift, and friends urged him to perform for various gatherings where his music was appreciated. The fear was huge, he says, and he knew he had to sing, so he did. Fast forward to now, Charlie has at least 18 albums, I think there may be more, but 18 are available, and has taken his gifts of warmth, humor, and presence to tens of thousands of people on six continents since the early 80s when he took that leap of faith. The biggest influences on Charlie's spiritual path have been Unity, A Course in Miracles, and author Alan Cohen's workshops and retreats. Charlie has also been the musical opener for such luminaries as Wayne Dyer, Marianne Williamson, Tony Robbins, Deepak Chopra, Ram Das, and Louise Hay. You'll find his CDs and more about his transformative work at his website, musicangel.com. That's musicangel, one word, dot com. Of course, we'll put this in the show notes for your convenience. And Charlie also leads tours to Italy, which I'm sure we'll talk about later in our conversation. So welcome to Real Conversations, Charlie. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You know, Charlie, uh, listening to uh, to your catalog was quite the adventure. You have a, such a you've got a ton of material out there, and I have to admit that for some reason uh, you have slipped under the radar for me until now so you're brand new to me this is all you know this is like a first date it's just very exciting <laughs> i'm glad you so didn't I, say that before <laughs> well i had a uh, but i did have a, a wonderful time uh going going through your material and and picking out a few things so if i may i'd like to just play something so people can hear you and then and then we'll get to talking this is this is from angel on my shoulder back in 2001 so 20 plus years ago now. And the, the song that appealed to me from that album was To Free Myself. So let's give that a listen. Here's To Free Myself, Charlie Thweet. <laughs> <laughs> 
want to free myself and peel away this shame. I want to know myself, the soul behind the name. I want to be myself and have a real smile. I want to hold myself like a mother holds her child. Oh, to feel myself when I'm crying in the night. I want to lift myself, let my wings take up in flight. I want to love myself when I think I never will. I want to see myself like the angels see me still. Oh,
know, Charlie, those 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 lyrics about self-love and self-care, uh, you know, and the wonderful, um, you know, synth and, and, the, and the guitar in there and and your voice. I have to say your voice. You have a beautiful voice. Uh, it's like butter. You know, it's just so it's <laughs> warm and smooth, you know. And and in that song, you've got that whoa, 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 whoa. you know, the whoa, whoa. I love the whoa, whoa. You know, anybody yeah, yeah. can anybody can sing along in that. I think it's be a, a wonderful uh, song to set an atmosphere for any Sunday service or meeting of any kind. Do you have any uh, memories? I know it's reaching back a bit. Any memories or thoughts about where this song came from? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. I was uh, singing for a uh, spiritual retreat on the big island of Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were doing some emotional work and digging deep. And and uh, this I, I remember walking into the retreat room and I saw a woman... Uh, at the other end of the room, I could see was going through something and somehow it just spurred this song. And so I, I got my guitar and found some space by myself. And, you know, when just uh, as we just listen to this song, what I there's a line in there that really sticks out to me, too, that I, I want to see myself like the angels see me still. It's like, how can I kind of rise to a higher perspective on how I you know perceive who I am and and, you know, see that kind of innocent being making his or her way through the world. So uh, I just love how it's, it's about the pain, but it's also about seeing, seeing from a higher perspective. That's lovely. That's lovely. And, you know, the woes are very emotive, I think. It's just like go deep, you know, feel it, let it out. And, uh, and I do love, you mentioned having people sing along in a service. That's... I, I can barely sing a song that I don't want people singing along. So I write a lot of my material. So it's easy. I like to call it easy on-ramp singing. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you don't have I to, noticed that. There's not yeah. a lot to learn. You can just get in quickly. You don't have to read a lot of words on a screen. Just You're just in. So I love that too. That's a, that's a, real, uh, that's a real talent, that, uh, that ability to... Uh, come up with a good line, you know, and a good melody, put them together and the, the catches right on with people. I envy that. I, myself, I have a tendency to be a little bit more verbose, you know. Please go on. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> well, let's move on to the, the first song I chose. Uh, and it is Take Your Power Back. So let's let's listen to that because we get to rock out a little bit with that one. So let's right. listen to Take Your Power Back, the title track um, from that album. And uh, here we go. 1988. I know you remember There are times in your life When you've walked in A gentle state of grace And all your problems And all your beliefs Were erased by A sweet smile on your face Take your power back that you've been given Get it back Like you had it before Take your power back That you've been given Get it back And you'll have even more 
can't keep giving your own power away to anybody or thing that comes along. It's up to you now to do or say what it takes to keep your center strong. Take your power back. That you've been given, get it back Like you had it before, take your power back That you've been given, get it back And you'll have even more Take your power back That you've been given, get it back Like you had it before, take your power back That you've been given, get it back And you'll have even more There's no use trying to get by it. You can't bypass this place in the road. Your mind will tell you you can live like this, but your heart can't. And it's about to explode. Take your power back. That you've been given, get it back Like you had it before, take your power back That you've been given, get it back And you'll have even more Take your power back That you've been given, get it back Like you had it before, take your power back That you've been given, get it back Yeah, that one, that one will get your blood going. Yeah. But I love, I love the sentiment. Take your power back. Yeah. Take your power back. And and it goes on to say, take your power back and you'll have even more. And I just thought, oh, I mean, it gives me, gives me God bumps just saying that out loud right now. Yeah. So that, do you remember what, uh, what preceded that? Well, that, that song was written in an interesting way and, you know, it was a it was a concept that was becoming kind of in the group mind in the late '80s. You know, reclaim your power, take your power back. And I was visiting a, a retreat place in New Jersey where it was a, a household of people who have just, who decided that for one year, January 1st to December 31st, they would all move in to this uh, abandoned uh, nunnery. And they agreed they were going to do a course of miracles every every morning together as a group and every evening. So it was a course of miracles, intentional living situation for one year. And Alan Cohen had organized this, hmm. and I was uh, just starting to tour with him. So I dropped in there. I think it was May of '96, and ended up hanging out with another musician there, and and uh, got my guitar out, and this song just started coming to me. And I had the, the the verses, but it really wasn't finished yet. And then 
maybe a few weeks later, I was touring, ended up in Santa Cruz, California, and just looking at, you know, shifts I need to make inside me and, and things I need to do better and things I need to let go of. And, and the song just finished itself. And so it's kind of a bi-coastal songwriting uh, completion. And I love that line that you, you quoted, and you'll have even more, because as we go deeper into who we are, then that's going to nurture the next blossoming and the next blooming mm -hmm. and the next step and the next opening, if we can just keep taking steps toward, toward that. Now, another part of the song that is important to me, I don't know if you noticed at the beginning, the words begin, I know you remember. And it's about remembering that place in you. So, you know, when you hear take your power back, sometimes you think power, pushy power, macho power, mm. but this is the power mm. coming back to center. Yes, yes. And that's really the only power. And that's when we can really come and live from that place, then, then things can line up in our lives. Yes, yes. So you said, um, but right before I started playing, you said 1988. You know, and and the '80s vibe in this piece is 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 there. I mean, it's it's yeah. all over it. You that's know? kind of Definitely what I was palpable. getting at. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Get ready for the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> um. So was this written, or you were you just referring to the vibe of it? Was it actually written that early? Uh, yeah, I think I probably wrote it in '86, recorded it late '87, and and got it out the door in '80, early '88. Okay, because uh, now I may have this wrong, but um, at least the way it's listed online, uh, it has Take Your Power Back as the title track of an album released in 2010. So well, maybe I that's... Read... Okay. okay, so yes, and uh, I don't, I, they can't, on the album, the printed CD itself, you'll see, let's say 88 and 2010. And this is because back in the 80s, we had cassettes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so... What? Early, yes, <laughs> I know you've heard of them. Uh, in the early 2000s, I said, I need to get all this stuff on CD. So went painstakingly through every one of these, went, went, got the masters, did some cleaning up, some re-EQing, and then started you know, printing each of them out into the world. And so 2010 is when that one finally made it uh, in the digital format. Okay, so that really was like on all the analog synthesizers and all that good stuff from yes, back in the day. Yes, sir. Bob, yeah. Excellent, excellent. So what about your personal journey to New Thought? How did you get connected in the first place? Usually that's an interesting thing to find out. Well, it's funny because I, it's, it's kind of one of these questions where you, you ask something and then you have, yeah, but I have to mention the thing that happened before that and then the thing that happened <laughs> before that. And so I'm going to start with, I was born. Good. <laughs> Very good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, in uh, in my teens, I was involved uh, in a youth group at, at our Episcopal Church, where our our counselors were like twenty nine years old, thirty years old, and in their spare time, they were really deeply involved, going off and taking you reading books like "I'm Okay, You're Okay" and mm. going to what were called sensitivity trainings and tea groups and all these things, and and so that's what they're bringing to us as teens and we would go do retreats and already having these experiences that were a lot deeper than, you know, just reading the book of common prayer in the Episcopal service. So, so already there's an opening happening for me. And I had my guitar and was leading, you know, sing-alongs at the church and, and co-leading uh, folk masses and 
So I was already kind of melding church and music uh, and that inner discovery process. And then I got to college and, uh, you know, I thought, uh, I guess music's not practical. I'll get a degree in something else and did that track and got a degree in architecture. And then I started working in, in firms for a while in, in these high-rise buildings. And, and like you said in the introduction, it just wasn't me. But what I was also discovering was kind of the dissatisfaction of life in general. Like there's got to be more than this. And it, uh, and I don't think anyone comes to spirituality unless they hit some kind of wall, like, like this isn't it, I need more, I need, there's got to be more to life than this. And so... Um, we like to say it's either inspiration or desperation. Okay, okay. Um, and the little uh, metaphor that came up to me is, so, and it's kind of like Peggy Lee, Is This All There Is? Remember that song? Oh, yes. And for me, the, was is this all there is? I, it almost felt like life was telling me that I'm on this monopoly board and now the rest of my life, I'm just supposed to keep going around and collecting rent and paying rent and trying to dodge the police or whatever. You know, it's like, <laughs> so this is it? So I'm gonna go get a job, you know, I pay, I receive. And, and so part of me, needed, I felt like I need to lift off the monopoly board and yet see something from a higher level. And that started my spiritual journey and uh, yeah, I had some experiences with a little bit of, of uh, psychedelics and and attending Buddhist things and just uh, reading Ram Dass's Be Here Now, just just that seeking stage and um, ended up uh, finding some people that were leading meditations and kind of doing guiding people with inner work to go inner and clear things out. And and uh, that kind of op that was my first big opening. Um, and and then I started my song. I'd already been doing songwriting, but now my songwriting began to uh, reflect that inner journey. And and a lot of these songs were coming through as I was feeling the spiritual opening. And a friend of mine said, "Oh, I like that music you're writing. Uh, you know who would really enjoy that? Have you ever heard of Unity? Have you ever been to a Unity church?" And I said, "No. Well, you should check them out. There's one here in Houston." And and. Um, I bet they'd really like what you're doing. So I made a point to go by the church and I walked in the door, you know, and felt like instant family just immediately. Oh my God, this is like, like I can relate to these people. It feels like home. And they were doing some pretty active music programs. And so I just dived in immediately and got involved and, and, uh, and that just inspired me even more. And I, I started writing more music and that was really my introduction into new thought. So I'd already kind of entered that same spiritual path on my own and then found another group that really complemented the energy of where I felt like uh, my life and what fit for me. So that's how I, you know, got involved and and uh, within a year or two started touring. There was a couple there, a married couple that were touring around. They'd already been touring for a year and they invited me to come on a tour of them to the Pacific Northwest. And uh, so it was time for me to quit my day job and start doing my real work. And it was a, it was a huge leap into how in the heck is this going to work? Because no more paycheck, no guaranteed insurance, you know, no, I'm not covered. I'm just out flying on my own. And <clears throat> the kind of metaphor that came to me at the time that it felt like uh, I was asking God to help me walk on water. So mm -hmm. I don't know how it's going to work, but I have to make this leap. And that was over 40 years ago. And it just <laughs> one step at a time, something showed up. I was always covered. Still walking. 
still walking water. <laughs> <laughs> well okay that's thank, thank you for that you know that everyone has their own journey and the common elements that people can resonate with i think you know genie uh, and i both have our journeys and mm-hmm. and uh, uh you know it's it's it, it helps people identify they go well yeah i was there you know i was an old hippie you know yep. uh, so uh i think my next song choice actually uh fits beautifully into what you just uh you just laid out and that's uh from what i think was 2010 now i'm not so sure possibly uh <laughs> Uh, but from uh, wave after wave, and it's called "When You Sing Your Song." Yes, thank you. And that was 2010. Okay, let's give that a listen, and, uh, and then we'll talk about it. Thank you. When you sing your song, there's a power in the wind that will sail you home. To the peace you know within When you sing your song All of nature will join in To bless you in your mission Here on earth To help you in your service Here on earth When you sing your song You can feel the rising tide Lifting all things up And there's nowhere left to hide When you sing your song You become alive inside To bless you in your mission Here on earth To help you in your service here on earth So you ask the rising tide And the power in the wind And you know that there's no way You could ever fail And you call upon your heart And God who lives within And know that there's no way You could ever fail You know that there's no way You could ever fail When you sing your song There's a power in the wind That will sail you home To the peace you know within When you sing your song All of nature will join in To bless you in your mission Here on earth To help you in your service Here on earth When you say song there's a power in the wind that's just beautiful that you know those those nature references in there they really they work so great and they you know they they just tie the individual to their innate connection with the universal Mm -hmm. you know the song's just it's a wonderful anthem 
and I, I, I'm guessing you perform it live quite a bit. Would that be would that be right? I do, and it's it's almost always my sound check song. I just it's mm. just what comes out of me at sound check at, at any church, and uh, I love singing it uh, on guitar. I love singing it when there's a piano handy to play it on there, and uh, that one came when I was on a little island off the coast of Sicily, singing for an intent four day intensive there at this this little four acre island in the Mediterranean, and uh, it was just a uh, I mean, it's all in the song. It's like, it's kind of the same thing you remember from, uh, was it Goethe who said, when you make a commitment, providence will move too. And it's, I, I love those opening lyrics. When you sing your song, there's a power in the wind that will sail you home to the peace you know within. When you sing your song, all of nature will join in to help you in your mission here, your service. And it's just saying, do what you came to do. You know, you've been given a gift and don't sit on it so that's that's your song sing your song not somebody else's song not what you think what someone else think you should be doing but you know you came to be you and then step into it that uh um it's it's it, it is so interesting to me that you tied um all that the beautiful imagery and that beautiful empowering kind of message with your mission and your service Yes. You know, I, I can I can even see see some folks, you know, that that would be kind of swept up in that in that empowering imagery, and then when they hear the words mission or service, kind of going, oh, you mean I have to do something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of those people is in the mirror, by the way. That's why I know that. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh... Well, I mean, it's how we, it's how we really thrive when we give back. And mm -hmm. uh, I don't, it, I don't know if one of the songs you chose is called "I Thank You." Is that was that one of the ones you chose? Well, that's fine. Oh, I don't believe so. It's fine that it isn't because I wanted to quote it because there's, there's, it's a song that came to me when I was in this place of gratitude, you know, to the divine for what I get to do. And and that song says, "Thank you for the love you give to me." And then thank you for the love you let me be. Mm -hmm. And it's both, you know, we receive it, but we, it completes the circle when we give it back out. So the love you give to me, and then the love you let me be back out into the world. And to me, that's the beauty of it. And, it's, and you really, it's like if you're a fire hose, you're only going to feel the water flowing through as you send it out. If there's no flow, then you don't get to feel the energy of it. Exactly. So uh I'm going to follow up this, this, uh, you know, and again, I'm going to quote you that the, the line from that song, when you sing your song, there's a power in the wind. Because the next year you came out with a with another song, which I think bookends that, that you know, uh, with I am the wind. Written on the same location. <laughs> okay. Different okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's give that a listen. And then we'll talk about that for a second. So here's Charlie Sweet. I am the wind. I am the wind, I am the sun, I am the water. 
I am the earth resting beneath you. Come lay your head, lean it on me. Just let me hold you. You can relax, knowing I'm with you. I am the wind. I am the sun. I am the water. I am the earth resting beneath you. Sing me your song. I'd like to hear. Tell me your story. You're not alone in this journey. I am the wind. I am the sun. I am the water. I am the earth resting beneath you. Come lay your head, lean it on me. Just let me hold you. You can relax, knowing I'm with you. I am the wind. I am the sun. I am the water. I am the earth resting beneath you. Song I'd like to hear. Tell me your story. You're not alone in this journey. I am the wind. I am the sun. I am the water. I am the earth resting beneath you. I am the wind. I am the sun. I am the water. I am the earth resting beneath you.
So I just love that lilting, that that's that rocking six eight. You know, it it, yeah. it almost sound. You, know, you said you were on Sicily when you did this. A little on that same that same island off the coast of Sicily, yes. Because so, because it, it almost sounds like Irish or something. This piece, you know. I can it's, see that, but it also you mentioned the rocking. It also feels like you're rocking on the water a little bit to me. I think. Sure, sure. Um, the I am in that is is you know that's a that's a that's a big little phrase you know <laughs> so so who is the wind well for me this song was the universe singing to me god spirit whatever you want to call it and and first it's saying i'm in everything i'm the wind i'm the sun i'm the water i'm this little rock of earth you're sitting on poking out of the mediterranean and and then in the in the verses, there's this kind of uh, caressing, holding. You know, come lay your head, lean it on me. You know, just to, to settle into a place of peace in that universe. And the second verse, sing me your song. I'd like to hear. It. Tell me your story. You're not alone on this journey. And so it's just being willing to feel the I am presence and everything around us, and kind of nestle into that and and be at home in it just beautiful just beautiful thank you so much for that yeah yeah that that song kicked me into the studio because as you <laughs> mentioned as you mentioned the previous album was 2011 and you know after doing an album you kind of want to like take a break but then i wrote that song a, a, a minute later after getting the the previous cd out it's like oh my god i cannot not record this song so i just went right back in and just keep going put out another album one thing I, one little thing I, I, I can't believe it's coincidental was uh, the the date of the album listed online was um, November eleventh, twenty eleven, which of course is eleven eleven eleven, yes. or or as when when we're going to bed uh, uh, in in my house and I happen and the clock reads eleven eleven, I just yeah. look over at my wife and go, it's all one. All one, exactly. I've been seeing that <laughs> since the 80s. <laughs> since we had digital clocks. Oh, look, all one. It's well, all right. sometimes I, I pick a date that's that's fun, that's close to when it actually came out, and that's probably what I did that day. I probably said, oh, let's just say November 11th. <laughs> it might have been the 8th of November, but that's no fun. Exactly. <laughs> I mean anything to anybody. <clears throat> okay, the thanks, next one. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> Next one I chose was Love Remains, which is uh, the title track. And it says on, on uh, Spotify that's from 2014. Yes. And the thing I, I, I just want to bring up before we listen to it is this is one of those songs. And I, I think most artists have them that it can either be just a love song a secular love song or it can be you know be talking about a relationship with god or spirit or you know whatever you want to yeah. call it yeah so i just uh i just wanted to make that point because that that just really came through to me uh, would you want to comment on that before we listen to it well that's interesting because uh, there are other songs i've written that, that i usually see that that uh you know that two possibilities and in this one it never occurred to me <laughs> i'll have to look at it that way okay well that, then that let's listen let's listen okay. to it sounds good. love remains by charlie thweet okay love remains
I used to think that I was strong until I dropped my guard with you. I was mistaken all along. You saw my heart, and we broke through. I used to think that I was strong until I dropped my guard with you. I was mistaken all along. You saw my heart, and we broke through. And the sky opened up, and the rules have all changed. Now the struggle is done; only love remains. And the sky opened up, and the rules have all changed. Now the struggle is done.
Okay. Yeah, still says that to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's fun. You know, you're what you're my. I'll talk about the song in a second. But what you're reminding me uh, about is that sometimes I'll hear a song that I wrote 30 years ago, and I'll hear something new in it that never occurred to me—a new meaning, a new angle. Mm -hmm. So that's fun too. So I will, I will, uh, I'll let that sleep for me. But this, I'll tell you, this song "Love Remains" it came out of. Uh, a relationships retreat that I was singing for and uh, just looking at you know how we relate to each other and and I just re remember being struck by how powerful vulnerability is so I wanted to sing about that because it's really about when we let our guards down mm -hmm. I think a great metaphor is that everyone thinks that they're so powerful when they all have their you know like a knight in his armor you know all your mm -hmm. shielding up yes but but where are you? You can, how can you, you can't even see who you are. And if you just take it off, then your true power is showing in your mm -hmm. vulnerability and your non defensiveness. And you can just really bring who you are to bear instead of like, where are you, you know, behind shields. Yeah. And well, I think that really dovetails well into the, the next one I chose is you find it here. It's from the here between heaven album. Yeah. And, uh, this, thing that I thought about that I, I really appreciated you find it here you find it now yeah. and it goes on to say because uh heart is always in love and I was like sometimes that's hard to think that that's true but to hear it and to be able to sing it and to join you in singing it as you like people to do it's like oh yeah you know it's so affirmative of something that we often forget. Isn't that a great line? My heart is always in love. Your heart is always in love. Mm -hmm. That blew my mind when that that one came in. Yeah, another line uh, uh, towards maybe the middle. I'm anyway that I that this always speaks to me is something happens and you say that's when you know you know you know. Yes. And if that has resonated with me since I mean others have said that before you and I am I I'm just yeah. Because it just is, again, so affirming that you know, you know, you know. And I, and I could see it confusing people, but it just always sinks in for me. <laughs> Maybe because I'm thick-headed. I don't know that I... Well, but wait that, a yeah. I wasn't the first person to say that? No, sorry. Well, maybe you were, but I have heard it before. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's, let's listen to that one, and then we'll talk about it. Sounds good. You find it here. When you find yourself before the dawn Seeking love in so many ways Though you thought that it was gone It is here to stay Always 
So you go into the darkness here to clear the way for your soul, and you feel there's so much longer still to go till you see that you were meant to be the one to know your heart. Then you share it with us. That's how you know, you know, you know. And you find it here. You find it now. You find it here. You find it now. 'Cause your heart is always in. In love, your heart is always in love. When I find myself before the dawn, seeking love in so many ways, though I thought that it was gone, it is here to stay. And I find it here. I find it now. I find it here. I find it now. 'Cause my heart is always in love. In love, my heart is always in love. I go into the darkness here to clear the way for my soul, and I feel there's so much longer still to go till I see that I was meant to be the one to know my heart. Then I share it with us. That's how I know, I know, I know. That's how I know, I know, I know. My heart is always in love. I find it here. My heart is always. Where did that one come from, Charlie? 
that that song has a, a fun story to it. Um, I was leading one of my tour groups where I'll take like 10, 12 people around Italy for 13 days. And I was leading one a few years ago and we were in Florence and it was uh, free time. So everyone went off and found lunch on their own. And, and I found lunch on my own. Then I was walking back to the hotel and walked by some street musicians. They're playing right by the big cathedral, the big Duomo there. And uh, it was a guy on guitar and a woman on violin. And they were playing this little repeating four chord progression. Just kept repeating and no singing. And I thought, well, wouldn't it be fun if I just stepped in there and start, start singing whatever came to mind? Wouldn't that be fun? And I decided not to. But I, uh, what I did was I leaned over against the wall away from them and just started singing into my iPhone just to see what would happen. And if this whole song just channeled right into my phone mm. with that repeating progression. And when I went to record it, I might have changed four things. It was like amazing how it's just like, boom. And, but the background to this is that um, I had just recently reconnected with an old flame that I hadn't seen in 12 years back in the US. And then, and it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And, and then suddenly I had to shoot myself over to Italy. And I was there for five and a half weeks, uh, leading several tours in a row. And, but on my heart this whole time is this new, this rekindled love and, and refining this again. So that's, and my heart is always in love. And we, we've always had this love connection, even though we haven't seen each other maybe over a decade at a time. We used to date in the nineties. And, uh, so that was coming to, to bear. And, um, so that's all kind of blended into this song, especially, you know, you're, uh, because it's the second verse is about clearing the way. Mm -hmm. you know, to, to, I think it's to, yes. to love myself first so that then I can step into that and to remember that my heart is always in love. I can bring that love to whatever I'm doing. And, uh, and this kind of, uh, a few uh, weeks from now to be our sixth wedding anniversary. So mm. we hit the bullseye of <laughs> someone I've known for 30, 33 years. And uh, we found ourselves back. So uh, you do. I did find it here and mm -hmm. now. And but it's also that process going through the dark to get to the light. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it does talk. Yeah. I thought that was it. I just love that song. <laughs> Thank you. I do, too. Yeah, it's a nice one. It, it really is. I was uh, I won't recap what has already been said, but I will just uh, give you some kudos for those uh, the, the double meaning lyrics, you know, that were pointed out the the heart that's in love, whether that means, you know, in a, in, lo in love with someone else or just yeah. in the state of love in its own yeah. self, you know. Yeah. And the I know, I know, I know, you know, that's a. Uh, um, that's how you know, you know, you know. Is it, uh, you know, are are there, is that just simple repetition or is, are there commas in there or is it, <laughs> is, it a, is it a phrase uh, unto itself, you know, it's, it's. Uh, it's there for, for the listener to decide, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, like Robert Frost never explained his poetry. Okay. okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so what's your musical background? You know, how did you get, you know, you're an architect for crying out loud. How, how do you become a musician? 
Well, uh, I always loved to sing, even as a young person. I remember loving it when they to get this music books out in the second grade on Tuesdays. I remember it was always Tuesdays. And, and uh, one little turning point was in the third grade, I remember coming home and, and my mom would often be playing the ukulele around the house and singing. And, and one day, and I was eight years old, said, hey, can you show me how to do that? She said, sure. And she taught me a little song. And so, so are you out. saying your mother was an eccentric? Is that what you're telling me? In many ways, yes. <laughs> yes. What a wonderful gift. Yes, yes. And she she uh, actually used to be in a singing group in college. It was called Four, what, Three Sharps and a Flat was the name of their, their group. <laughs> oh, wow. I think it's three guys and her. Oh, uh, okay. And, uh, and, uh, but anyway, she said, yeah. And so she taught me this little two chord song and I was off and running, you know, strumming, playing chords, singing. And my grandma, you know, came through town at one point and said, hey, the kid's got talent. We should get him piano lessons. So at age 10, I was taking piano and, and did that for about two and a half years. And I was taught by this wonderful young man who played in jazz clubs at night and taught piano during the day. And he was teaching me like the circle of fifths and, and different chord structures. He was writing out you know, pieces like Blue Moon and for me to, no, no, Moon River for me to, to play, not out of the typical, you know, old lady piano book. And uh, and so I got to where I could play piano by, by ear and really kind of veered away from reading music for piano. I don't really read to play, but I love playing by ear. And, and uh, then sixth grade junior high orchestra, I decided to play bass violin you could do band, orchestra, or chorus. I I wanted I loved orchestral music, and so I was playing bass for three years. Um, and decided to start a garage band or went with some buddies. So well, you'll play bass. You already play bass. So get an electric bass for Christmas. So we'll be we're gonna be just like the Beatles. Um, <laughs> yeah. During the rehearsals, I was watching my friend Jim play guitar and thought, well, that looks a lot like ukulele. I bet I could learn guitar. And we found an old guitar and I started playing around the house and just one thing led to another. Uh, so that's kind of how it all blossomed. Um, uh, um, you know, you really have a lovely singing voice. So was that just in these in these bands or or, you know, was there any training or background there? No, zero training. Uh, you know, my family would go on family vacations and uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary were popular at the time, and we'd sing songs like Blowing in the Wind and and Stewball was a Racehorse, and Mom would do harmonies. I kind of listened how she did it, and I'd try to pick up on that. And So she has, she has a great, had a great voice, and my dad had a pretty decent voice. They were both in the church choir, and uh, so I had that kind of background, music around the house. She would play on the, we found an old antique pump organ that she would play, and I, I feel like I, some of my piano style I still there's some of my mom in there some really simple beautiful chord structure things she would do you know, keep it simple but beautiful and I, I would yeah. say that's the theme of my music there's nothing complicated about what I write or play <laughs> but maybe it's easier to sing along on nothing complicated too you know uh, Chuck Berry you know never never carried a band because his music was, he didn't need to carry a band whoever's in town they'll be fine you know? uh-huh Right. <laughs> One, four, five, go. There you go. Yep. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I've even taught that to my husband. I said, can you hear the one, four, five? <laughs> I go, what? <laughs> yeah. 
So let's uh, let's move on to another piece of, of music that again is listed from 2011. So we're stepping back in time just a moment here, uh, and it's uh, one that, that really worked for me. It's called "What Comes from Within." Ooh, thank you. Okay, so here we have Charlie Sweet. What comes from within? What comes from within Will always be stronger What comes from within Comes from love What comes from within As we walk the mother it flows from the source The source of all It flows from the source The source of all Deeper I go Into the mystery of all that I see around me in life Deeper I go into the mystery Of all that I am within me in life Of all that I am within me in light What comes from within Will always be stronger What comes from within Comes from love what comes from within As we walk the mother It flows from the source The source of all It flows from the source The source of all I go into the beauty of everyday life, the simplest things. Deeper I go into the beauty. Of everyone here And all that I meet Of everyone here And all that I meet What comes from within Will always be stronger 
What comes from within Comes from love What comes from within As we walk the mother It flows from the source The source of all It flows from the source The source of all It flows from the source The source of all It flows from the source The source of all. You know, you're definitely a new thought guy. I think you have to you have to own that, and, but maybe, you know, for, with your background, maybe even a little broader perspective, you know, Noah, uh, from Unity or from CSLs, you know, each of those places, they say they have no dogma, but they, each of them has a little bit of dogma, <laughs> you know, the way things need to be done. Uh, you know, you, the, you really have a nice, broad, universal kind of approach, and I really appreciate that. Thank you. Recording. Are you playing? You know, we were just talking about the instruments. Are you playing all of the instruments here? Do you get help from others? I, you know, I play most of the instruments. Uh, sometimes it's it's kind of two guys in the studio, and and on some of these we brought in uh, uh, some background vocalists, but it's really me and a guy named Ray Schaefer. And so uh, on this one, I'm right now. I'm not recording, recalling, but. It, um, so I'm probably playing two thirds of the instruments. He may he might play bass on some and a little uh, guitar touches. Well, that's probably mostly me. I love nice. I love doing that because you know I got the keyboards, I got the guitar, I got the vocals, sing harmonies with myself, things like that. This this song in particular, I wrote it on the Big Island of Hawaii, and it was it was kind of a for me a fun metaphor because I wrote it when some of the retreat group, and I stayed behind this time, but they were going to go out and walk on the lava nearby where lava was actually coming out of the ocean or out of the, out of the ground and flowing into the ocean so it was like a, a little uh, parallel metaphor of you know both what comes from within us but also what's coming from within the earth and pouring out into uh, creation so uh, so as we walk the mother was really about walking the mother earth and i almost let that line be as we walk the lava but i thought it wouldn't be as universal so what comes from within. So uh, there's that. That's part of what, what's happening in that song. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. I, I wonder if I could interject. There's, there's something I'd love to share about songwriting. Um, because for me, uh, I kind of stumble upon this method of songwriting called uh, shut up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> and it... I actually heard a voice in my head and it said, shut up and listen, because I was trying to write a song, you know, for someone's birthday on a specific date, you know, to make it happen. I'm going to make a song happen. And 
And instead, I learned that if I can get quiet and listen, that I can hear a, even a little wisp of a melody and start with that. And I'm a big fan of letting melody lead the music. I know some people, they like to find a chord progression and kind of fit, fit a melody on top of it. But I love it when it's a melody first, then you find the chords that support that. And that's how most of my songs uh, come nowadays, many, many of them anyway, where I'll just sit like I Am The Wind came that way. A lot of these songs, I just sit in stillness and see what I hear and listen for a little bit of a melody and I'll sing that into my phone and listen some more, sing that in, eventually find you know, what chords go with that, start to play and words might come or, or nonsensical words just to fill the space. And I get out a piece of paper and start seeing what words come. It's almost like automatic writing, channeling. And many times I have a full song within 30 minutes. It's just, it's mind blowing. Mm. And it's just about getting out of the way. Yeah. Other musicians have called it uh, getting a download. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I feel just... like there's this little th this thread dangling out of heaven. My job is to find <laughs> it and to start pulling on it. <laughs> okay. And just see what comes. But another awareness showed up about five or six years ago. And this was, this one's interesting to me because it's, I feel like whenever that's happening, you know, when heaven opens up and these things come through, it's almost like I'm opening a portal to an energy. Like mm. There's this one, this thing that wants to be said from some other dimension. So this portal is opening up and I'm receiving it and doing my best to catch it. And of course it's going to have my flavor because it's me catching it, but mm -hmm. So, but there's an energy and it's like I can deliver that package to people and, and then the vibration of that, then they're feeling. And it occurred to me once when I was doing a concert, this like, am I, am I singing songs or am I reactivating portals? Interesting. I'll just let you, let you sit with that for a second. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a cool concept. <laughs> Because whatever vibration that was, I'm I'm activating it again, so then you can feel the vibration of, of what came through that day, to me. Mm. I think I think it's fair to say you're activating or reactivating something that we can't see, but that is there anyway. Yeah, yeah. So that felt like something worth sharing. Well, yeah. thank you, thank yeah. you for interjecting. The last song that Al we chose. That one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Al's a songwriter, so I think it's, he's like, okay. <laughs> I don't have that burden. Ah, oh, blessing. <laughs> yeah, okay. So the, the last song that, that uh, of our choices is mine. And very simple, but very profound. Love is the road. Love is the road. Love is... Love is the way, mm -hmm. love is the path we take every day. Yes. Yeah, if we could just do that, life would be wonderful. So <laughs> let's listen to Love is the Road by Charlie Thweet.
How did that one come to you? What 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 was that portal like? <laughs> I was really upset with someone, and uh, we we kept it's like this relationship that kept being in loggerheads. And it's like, can't we get past this? Why does it always have to be this way? And and um, well, we get into repeating patterns that was part of the lyrics, um, and so a part mm-hmm. of me just needed to like. I needed to blow this out my exhaust pipes, just like and sing it and just give it power and and hopefully diffuse it. And uh, so it was really almost a cathartic, big song that I just needed to sing to to get through that emotional um, challenge I was going through. And you I know, love, I think. I, go ahead. Oh no, it's 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 your show. You go ahead. Oh, it's my show. <laughs> well, I did. I also. Uh, Actually, I'd rather hear what you're going to ask, because I was just going to talk about the guitar work. Oh, okay. Well, I would love to hear about that. But uh, it, what what I heard, of course, I mean, you're talking about, and I don't know that anybody mentioned the name of the album, is Letting It Fly, you yeah. know, which <laughs> <laughs> which is great, you know, especially for what you just said. But it's, you know, in, in, in our modern times that we're living with all the discord and division and, and that we seem to find, of course, that's that's an element of the human condition, but uh, we seem to have gotten really good at amplifying it. Um, and this song um, seems to me like it'd be really uh, useful uh, in places where you have people of differing 
worldviews and belief systems, you know, where right. you could sing it because it's it, it's a very inclusive, unifying mm-hmm. piece that says, yes, we don't agree. And yes, you know, you look at it your way. I look at it my way. Uh, but love is the road that we should mm-hmm. that we're on. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Like I said, simple but profound. Thank you. Thanks for reflecting that back to me. It's good good to always keep that one in mind. So the guitar work? Well, I just, you know, it's interesting. Where do I start with this? Uh, I don't think of myself as a lead guitar player. And yet in the studio, I've become a lead guitar player. And I love it. I love finding little melodies. It's like, that's just sweet. Again, nothing complicated, not virtuoso in terms of speed of playing. But it's one of my favorite things is to find little fills or little leads during the instrumental break. And and that that song, I remember having just some fun guitar parts. So just my acoustic guitar, just finding little little ways to add interest. And I love hearing, I love listening back to things like that. So uh, of the, you know, we, we now we've done a little retrospective a small retrospective of really what's a very large catalog of, of, of work that you've put together. Do you have either a favorite song or one that you think we should have included that maybe we missed? Oh, um, it's nothing comes to mind when you ask that question. Um, uh, I mean, dancers in the light, uh, and you're an angel have were early signature songs in my journey and those are songs that uh, a lot of people still say oh my god i love that song it meant so much to me over the years and they still love hearing me play those um angel on my shoulder kind of has a special place in a lot of people's hearts um if we were going to choose one of those three to to close the show for our new thought audience uh, oh my god. which one do you think would be the I know you're happy to choose among your children. I know. <laughs> Let's go with it's... the classic "Dancers in the Light," and this okay. this is my sister singing with me in this duet, and she has a beautiful voice. We were we were a, a barely touring duo for one year, but she decided to take another path, and we we just sang "Dancers in the Light" for my dad at Christmas a week ago, and loved mm. it. Still fun. So I would say "Dancers in the Light," and just notice that line. And this dancer made of light is you. Charlie, I want to thank you so much for uh, for being with us today. It's been a, a wonderful interview, getting to know you a little better and your music. Uh, if people want to find out more about you, what where should they go? Well, the website, musicangel.com. It's pretty simple, musicangel.com. And just a reminder that uh, I, you will have a blast if you come to Italy with me and uh, join me on one of my tours. I bring my guitar and we'll do meditations here and there and just mostly enjoy Italy together in a group of people of, of common mind. And it's usually people I find at New Thought Churches coming along, me and 10, 12 people. And we see Rome, Florence, Venice and other places. Mm-hmm. Assisi, we love going to where St. Francis is from. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a long answer to the short question, musicangel.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been Real Conversations with Charlie Sweet.
are dancers in the light and singing. We are dancers in the light of truth. We are dancers in the light and dreaming. And this dancer made of light.